0: uh I would like to call this uh, special meeting of the uh, sycamore Township Board of Trustees to order I'm uh, Rob Porter the fiscal officer and uh, every couple of years I get the honor of doing this because uh, I uh, I'm still in office whereas the uh, other two trustees just came into office and uh, so at this time I'd uh, asked uh, us to rise and uh, Tracy Kellum
1: has a uh, invocation. Heavenly Father, we thank you for helping us make it through a difficult year. And as we start this new year, Lord, we pray that your spirit will lead us in every step we take. We pray for your wisdom, Lord, and ask that you guide us in every decision that we make this year. We ask that you smile upon our lives, our families, and our township. Our desire above all else is for your will to be done, Father, we ask that you help us keep our focus first on you and not on ourselves. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
0: Amen. Please join me in the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which
2: it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all.
0: Since I rarely get this opportunity, I'm going to use it to uh, welcome uh, Tracy Swegman to the Board of Trustees. Thank As you. you all know, I supported her very uh, heavily during the uh, campaign, and was very pleased to see that the voters uh, uh, agreed with us on the uh, <coughs> uh, on her qualifications. And uh, s- pleasure to welcome you to uh,
3: the Thank Board you. of Trustees. Thank you.
0: Uh, at this time I will entertain a motion for the organization of uh, the board
4: um, I'd like to move we to, need to need a
0: roll call we need oh, a, roll call? Need a ro- roll call I'm sorry uh, I guess that's still my duty mr. James I'm here uh, mr. Weedman, present mr. Schwegman. I'm missing <laughs> <laughs> mr. <Shredman>. I'm here <laughs> <laughs> Long line. Long line home. Uh, it's gonna take a while to get used to that <laughs> you're gonna but have two uh, Tom's and two Tracy's that's so. <laughs> right that's right so uh, Everyone's present now at this time. I will entertain a motion to organize the board. Uh,
4: I'd like to make a motion uh, for Tom Weedman to be named chairman. I'll
0: second that. Uh, I'll call the roll. Mr. James? Aye. Mr. Weedman? Aye. Ms. Schwegman?
4: Aye.
5: I'd like to congratulate Thank you. Thank you. Um, I'd like to make a motion to uh, uh, to nominate uh, Tracy Schwegman as the vice chair. I'll second that too. Motion and a second. Any further discussion? Mr. Porter?
0: Mr. James? Aye. Mr. Weedman? Aye. Ms. Schwegman? Aye.
5: Um, at this time, uh, we are, um, I would like to make a motion to go into executive session per o- Ohio Revised Code 121.22 G1 to discuss the employment and compensation of the township law director. Action may be taken as a result of this executive session. Do we have a second? I'll second that. Motion and a second. Any further discussion, Mr. Porter?
0: Uh, Mr. James? Aye. Mr. Weedman? Aye. Ms. Schwageman? Aye. Okay. Yeah, we just Unless we sure you want
4: to
5: go back. Elliot, you ready? Okay, we are back in exec- uh, back from executive session at 10:53, uh, Mr. Porter.
0: Uh, Mr. James, I'm here. <coughs> Mr. Weidman? Present. Ms. Swegman, Here.
5: Okay. Do we have any, um, any uh, action from the executive session?
4: Uh, yes, I'd like to make a motion to <coughs> terminate the contract with current law director, Mr. Deepak Desai.
5: I'll second that. Any further discussion?
6: I'll just note that I don't think this is the right decision, but the board has the right to choose its counsel and the majority controls as to that. Okay. Let me ask, as a technicality, is this to terminate the contract with the proper language we need for this?
5: Actually, I don't think we actually had a contract, but I think we passed it by resolution, so we really didn't have a contract. But
6: I think there was a contract. I did not see
5: did it, if it if, and I asked for a copy, but we, no one seemed to find it. so
6: there, <coughs> uh, That's a good point. There was originally a contract. There was not in the most recent resolution. You're correct. Okay
5: and i think i'm sorry did you say as of january 31st
4: um i did not but i can certainly restate it if that would be helpful um i'd like to make a motion to terminate the contract with the current law director mr tipak desai effective january 31st 2022.
5: i'll second that any further discussion mr porter uh
4: mr james no mr Weedman,
0: aye. Ms. schwegman
4: aye.
5: okay
4: as a follow-up to that i'd like to make a motion to hire an interim law director mr larry barbier of uh, schroeder mondrell barber barbier and power to become the interim law director per contract that was circulated earlier
5: i'll second that any further discussion i just like to say that larry barbier comes with uh, a great deal of knowledge of local government uh he's been doing it as participating in uh, representing Different local governments in his entire career, and we're looking forward to having him on board to help us uh, through th- through the uh, process here. So, uh, having said that, Mr. Porter, Mr. James, yes, Mr. Weedman? hi, Ms. Schwegman,
4: yes. And to follow up on that, I'd also like to make a motion to uh, ask Mr. Kellams and staff to circulate an RFQ in the in the effort to hire a permanent law director.
5: I'll second that. Any discussion? Mr. Porter? Mr. James?
0: Aye. Mr. Wiegman? Aye. Ms. Schwegman?
4: Aye.
5: Okay. Larry, welcome.
4: Thank you very much.
5: Yeah, we appreciate you coming on board. Shouldn't we bring him up here immediately? Yeah, you want to come up? <laughs> <laughs> we don't have board. your nameplate, NABO, you will tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully.
4: do. Oh. Oh,
1: nice. Uh, well, wow. That? It's
4: just printed
6: out. Very it's nice.
5: Okay, next item on the agenda is the accounting software, a discussion of UAN Buck software. Um, I've asked, uh, as, as as many know, this has been a kind of contra- very controversial situation we've had in the township over the last year. Um, uh, and I have asked those people who are most engaged and most uh, uh, use the software the most to come and uh, speak to us today. Uh, I have Chief here, uh, I have uh, Debbie Campbell here, Tracy Kellums is here, uh, and of course Rob Porter, our fiscal officer so um, i'd like to just kind of go through a discussion of this um, of the software to uh, get a little better understanding by the board of the pros and cons of the switch we made from uh, from bucks to uan so um, chief i think you have a uh, powerpoint is that correct yeah. mm-hmm. maybe if you can so just put ex- that up exit out of that for a second and
6: put go to <coughs>
2: Okay, um, <clears throat> UAN versus Bucks, there's, there's uh, this is my opinion, there is um, some serious issues that I have with UAN, and there's some obnoxious issues I have with UAN, that on a day-to-day basis, using this software, it makes it very cumbersome to manage your invoices and to track your budget and your money, and I'll I'll show you. But um, the first thing, which I think is a serious issue, number one is UAN's backup is plugging a thumb drive into a laptop. Now, I've dealt with softwares and databases for quite a while, and I asked our IT department, what happens if UAN crashes on the server level? Can you reinsta- reinstall it? He says, I have no idea. So then I asked him, well, what's on the thumb drive that you're backing up? I don't know. So then I say, well, a software is a pretty, a database is a pretty large program to store on a, on a USB drive. So most likely it's the data that's being stored. So if UN crashes and you reinstall the software, when you plug the USB drive in, you're gonna have to reinstall all the data. It might upload by itself, it might not. If it doesn't, you're manually gonna have to put everything back in it. Nobody knows. So, Chief, has anyone asked tech support about that question? Well, tech was our IT department and and they don't they have no idea I Anyone mean when ask the auditor's office that they publish the software? No, okay, no. But the uh... uh we haven't had the support of, of the state auditor's office this whole time. I've never talked to them. I don't even know who you are. Yeah they,
0: they, they, they used COVID as excuse that they didn't <laughs> give us any training. We, none of us had any training and uh... that's part of the reason why we had to bring in uh... Rick Cropper for uh... Uh, the entire year to get this thing uh, going because the auditor's office used COVID as an excuse not to give Debbie or me or anyone else the training on this.
2: I would venture to say that if if their avenue of backing up the system is with a thumb drive it's probably storing data that you're going to have to manually reinstall. The um, one of the obnoxious parts of the program is that, as me as a department head, when I have a new vendor, I should be able to put a vendor in the system. I can't do that in UAN. Um, I can in Bucks. It's very simple. There's you you put in the, you put in the information that's required, put in their federal ID number, and you get a vendor in there, and then I can continue paying the invoice. The way it's set up right now. I have to notify Debbie or whoever to add the vendor. It might get done that day, depending on how busy people are. It might be the next day. And then I gotta remember that I have to put that in. I in the past years I've always put vendors in as needed and then I can once I get it in, it's available instantaneously, I can go ahead and put process the invoice. So it's a, it's an obnoxious thing. It's not not serious. But um, and then I'll let Debbie talk on this, but to upload the Ohio checkbook which is what the trustees prefer to do, you can explain.
3: I asked you, Anne, and they said once a year after they close the year is the only time that you can upload it. And Tom, you asked us to do it quarterly, mm-hmm. and we can do that at Bucks quarterly. Mm-hmm. We could do it monthly. It seems to me, if it's their software, we should be able to <laughs> upload it more often than once a year after you've closed out the mm-hmm. year.
6: I, I agree. That's a problem. That's disturbing, yes. And,
3: and I know that was a big point for you. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. the uh the other thing is uh uan is very scarce and particular on what they want to export to an excel sheet which if if i'm if i'm working on budgeting and i want to see how much i paid out in particular accounts with uan i get a pdf printout where with bucks I can get an Excel sheet where I can manipulate it I can move things I can delete stuff and I can make it total up what I need with UAN I have to take a PDF and hand do it all which is very time-consuming you you can miss things uh, but when you when you're getting down to uh, planning a budget for the next year and you're using the prior year I don't want hundred something pages of PDFs that I have to go through and re- manually put everything back in, so that that's a problem.
4: Can I ask? I mean, do, do do Tracy? Do you does your team encounter those same Excel budgeting issues as as the fire department? Yes. And then yes. you know from from other. It's
1: very cumbersome. Okay. Um, um, it's been hard to get
2: through. Um, one of the one of the things that I've been fighting for two years now is UAN does not allow me to attach an invoice into the transaction, bucks I can. By not being able to attach the, tra- the invoice to the transaction, we're emailing invoices back and forth between me and Debbie, me and Beth, me and Sharon. They email me the invoice, I try to process it. I process it in, in UAN for what it will allow me to do and then I have to email the invoice back to them in order for them to put it, to finish the transaction. But it, what it boils down to with box if I if I receive an invoice, I can process that invoice all the way to where she hits a button to, to cut the check. With UAN, I have to create a requisition, email her the invoice, and then she has to create the PO, the, the payment, and then attach the invoice. So it's going through multiple hands. And because of that reason, I've had, 28 invoices just last year that didn't get paid because it got mixed up deleted by mistake or uh, just didn't see it in an email when you're getting hundreds of emails a day one of them shouldn't be an invoice that needs to be paid to a vendor and that's that's your main pathway to how we pay how we pay bills is invoice email and invoices back and forth I'm not I'm not crazy about that um, I had, which is an example at the bottom, I had 18 vendors last year that sent me past due invoices. And what really becomes aggravating is it's very, very difficult to go into <coughs> UAN to see if it was paid. And I'll, I'll show that. But with Bucks here, when I put in an invoice for, for a transaction to pay it, First, I get the invoice number where I I have to put the invoice number in, so it has to be there. The second thing it does is it'll show me how much money is in the account that I'm taking the money out of. So when I put the amount in for the invoice and I have to go pay another invoice under the same account, whatever whatever I put in for the prior invoice, that'll be minus that amount. So if I, if I paid an invoice for a hundred bucks, my amount that I have available would be a hundred dollars cheaper, or a hundred dollars less. When I go into UAN, my total of my account does not change until she cuts the checks. So I can go, if we got a trustees meeting it goes three weeks span, I got the same number that I'm looking at how much I have in an account for three weeks. <clears throat> so I almost have to like create my miniature check register and right. subtract it myself in order to figure out if I'm going to, I'm going to overkick the system here, and and it's still not 100% because some invoices, Debbie pays it, and some I pay, depending on if it's a something that has to do with the building or phone or utilities or something like that. So my register can it's not even going to be 100% because she took money out of it to pay something, and, and it doesn't go. If I go into the account on Bucks, I can see what's in there. want and and this becomes very troubling when you get into October and November when your funds are down to where, where you have to say okay I'm gonna use the, the last two hundred fifty dollars in that account pay two hundred fifty of that invoice and then I'll go to another account and pay the rest right. forget it and UAN <coughs> it's not gonna happen because you'd have no idea what's in there
1: that has been a big problem for everybody. It has. Right Chief are you able to cut duplicate checks?
2: Oh yeah well I'll get to that. Okay. Uh, I, took, I went into Bucks and I put an invoice number in that I was going to do to create a payment. And it was an invoice number that I knew I'd already put in. And as soon as I put it in, I get the warning there It says this invoice number already exists. So, boom, it's over. I know it's in there. I don't have to do anything. In UAN, I can pay the same invoice 100 times because it does not flag you that it's been paid. We have paid. paid. I've gotten invoices, I've gotten statements from vendors before that says you got a credit. I'm like what? And then come to find out we paid it more than once. And, And Debbie has more access to UAN to determine this stuff but we don't sit next to each other and I pay the invoices so I should be able to monitor this and make the decision on whether or not it's been paid rather than processing something bogus and have her clean it up. That's not the way you do business and that's what we're doing right now. So uh, <clears throat> so also in Bucks, we've created a folder that, that gives us a pathway that we can insert the actual invoice into the transaction. So if when I when I put this transaction in, And Debbie opens it up to look at it, she can hit view, and the invoice will come right up. No questions asked. It tells her what the invoice number is, what the amount is, what the vendor is, everything she needs. She's looking at the actual raw invoice that what I was looking at. So it's right there.
5: So, Chief, in in UAN, how did we handle this?
2: This is UAN's entry right here. Okay. No place to put an invoice number. No place to put the invoice. I basically go in and put the, the dates up there. Everything in green is, what I, is what's mandatory. So I put in the uh, the quantity is always one because it's always one invoice. The description, uh, fan belt for ladder 92, the unit price, and then down at the lower left-hand <coughs> corner I put the account number that it's coming out of. And that account number, my numbers don't change until for three weeks, up to three weeks. So I, I really don't know I really don't know if I have enough money in that account to pay the bill or not.
1: Yeah, when he puts something <laughs> into that bottom left hand, all your line items will come out. It has a dollar amount at the side that tells you how much money you can spend, but that number is not necessarily right. It's never right. It's the, o- right the only date, the, the only, only what has been right, the how only been date been that that number
2: is right is the day after a trustee's meeting, right. when she pays the bills, and we haven't got any invoices in there yet. Once you start paying invoices, and then we start putting that in, the number starts starts changing automatically because she's paying stuff, and the the number doesn't go down until the next check. Right. So with UAN,
4: so with UAN, you can't put in an invoice number. You can't attach the invoice to this. You're
2: seeing record. it right. This is what I see right here. That's what I see. You can
3: put an invoice number in when you pay it he's talking about the requisition to request a P.O. Right. Right. So he can't attach to say to me, this is for this invoice. So say there's three of us or two of us. It shouldn't be that hard. It's very difficult.
2: and, And again, it goes back to allowing me to create this whole process possibly 20, 30 times in a day for invoices, and then she has to clean it up. Yeah. because she's going to say, well, that invoice is already in. I'll delete that transaction. This invoice is already in. I'll delete that transaction. So I have no way of knowing, and I can't I can't make it right. I just throw them in there, and then she has to decipher whether or not it's a, it's a bogus invoice or a good invoice based on the number or if it's already been paid or whatever. And, and, and we've dealt yeah. with this how many times throughout the year, yeah. over and over and over. I'll call her and say, Debbie, did we pay this? Well, I don't know. Let me look. Yeah, you know, I mean we shouldn't have to run that way. You can't you can't run a you can't run a a business that way.
4: So it sounds like everybody has had quite a bit of experience dealing with these two systems over the last couple of years, but look, this is a township with significant revenues, significant mm-hmm. expenses, fairly complex business activities that we undertake. Is UAN sophisticated enough to handle what we do on a day to day basis?
0: My position has always been that it's not. UAN was set up for small, smaller townships that did, didn't have the, uh, the funds, the uh, you know the number of transactions, etc. That we have. I, from the very beginning, I did not want to go on UAN. In fact, I filed a lawsuit to prevent it. But our former administrator, when I first met him he said (coughs) we're going to uan and there was no discussion there was no obviously no input from the fire department and debbie and myself as to uh you know what uh what software we should use i
5: might i might also add that our cpa mark hurst also suggested that uan if you want to change software and you want to get a more robust software, and you're, you're thinking about switching to UAN. You're going in reverse. You should be. There are a th- couple, three other software programs out there that might be more robust than Bucks. But he said by going to UAN, you're going backwards. You're not going forwards. You're going backwards. Um, I know that that was that information was available when the board when the board of trustees originally uh, originally voted on this, and uh, it fell on deaf ears. Quite frankly. I've been, I've been, I, I have been, I've had a public opinion on this from the very start. I've been very vocal on this. Far be it from this board to suggest that they know more about accounting software or accounting in township accounting than the people who do it every day. That would be the. That would be uh, Debbie Campbell, that would be our, our duly elected fiscal officer, Rob Porter, who was elected, uh, uh, he's served 30 years. He's had 30 clean audits with the state of Ohio and we're telling him how to do his job. I just think it, it, it never made any sense to me. I've been very public about it. Um, and, and I've had a lot of discussions with residents who, when they understood what the deal was, didn't think it was a very good idea either. So, um, uh, I don't know if we want to, if the, is it, what else do you have, Rob, do you have anything um, else?
2: This slide here, this, this, this comes in very handy because when I receive an invoice, <clears throat> if I need to see it was paid, I can go to, uh, to Bucks and go into the vendor and, and hit the paid invoices and it'll, on the left there it'll list all the invoices that were paid by what account number, what, uh, what the uh, supply was, a description. And, it, and if, if I have an invoice I see and I see it was paid right there, I know I got it. If I go into UAN into the vendors, I get that right-hand box, which I'm, I'm, really doesn't tell me anything as far as what I need to find out.
1: So how the how other how thing the box on the left will give you, the box, is the history. Mm-hmm. It'll give you the history as long as you've been using box. Right. Okay. Not, not just what's been this, paid this year. This report
2: here is what I have to use to go in to see if an invoice has been paid and it gives me numbers that mean nothing as far as number seven one one zero one three. the count code is the account that's fine uh and it gives me the amount but again 85 percent of our determining an invoice is the invoice number because the perfect example debbie and i went round and round three days ago with a centos because they sent us a bill for five hundred and eighty dollars and fifty cents and they sent us two of them because they did two stations mm-hmm. and and the only way to determine whether or not we had both bills was the invoice number because the amounts were identical okay my my uh, my pay my fees for the radios in the firehouse every month is three hundred twenty dollars and fifty cents so it's the same amount all the time so when I go into this the invoice number is critical to know which invoice was paid, and, and this does not show me. It just shows me the amounts. It, it doesn't give me the. It doesn't give me any any check and balance to that. Which is, is is here's Bucks' report here, and if I go into Bucks and look at that, it tells me right there what the invoice number is. It gives me the invoice number listed, and the PO it came out of, the the, the amount, and the the vendor, and so on. So I got what I need here, but I don't get it out of looking at that UAN report. This is this is pulling up a uh, an invoice or a, or a transaction from a check that was run for uh, a training service, and uh, it's quite a quite a high number for, for training. And I want to check it to see if uh, if this is the right invoice, and, and my invoice number is blank. And it it is what it is. So. Um, this, this program, this sheet right here, why, why is there
6: a field for an invoice number on that report if there's not that data being tracked? I don't understand.
2: Is it not being entered? I, I don't know. I don't, I- the, Because you the, haven't been the, trained. The right? prop, no, no, no. <laughs> it, 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 I, there is no place for me to put an invoice number on my end. If it has to be done, it has to be done further down the line, which you shouldn't have to do that. When I put the when I put the invoice in, and I'm picking the account to pay it out of, and I've got the invoice there. I should be able to enter the invoice number so that transaction is complete. So all oh, Debbie or whoever's going to run the check has to do is process that check, that check payment. She shouldn't have to finish up what I didn't do. And that's that's where we that's where we run into confusion with what did I do and what did you do, or vice versa to figure to to, to complete this transaction. I, I should be able to I should be able to put an invoice in put everything in so that I I put the transaction in the amount the account it comes out of the invoice number and I attach the invoice to it boom she just pays the check the way we're doing it right now she has to finish up what I don't do which
4: what you can't do
2: what I can't do exactly so yeah did the invoice number on that particular one go not get in I don't know because I don't do it I'm not I'm not responsible for it so I can't do it so all I know is when I go back and look to see if it's paid, I don't have an invoice number to track it by. That's having, it, so so it's having, aggravating. It's having ag- two eyes on invoices that come in or, and are getting paid, and on vendors that are created and getting paid, isn't a bad thing though. No, it's not, and <laughs> and it's it. We can do that with bucks, but the the two eyes that you're referring to shouldn't be two eyes that has to finish it. Yeah. Should, should be one to do the job the eyes, and one hey? to check it to see <laughs> if it's correct or to check the, yeah. to go, and that's what we do now. I process the whole invoice when she cuts it because she's caught me a few times that, that is this mount right? You know, she'll, she'll pull up the invoice on the view and say, you've got your numbers backwards, which mm-hmm. I'm dyslexic, that happens, you know, so I can have my numbers backwards, so she fixes it with uan it's like she has to finish up what i didn't what i couldn't do at the beginning so it's it's, it's very obnoxious and it, and sometimes i think that's where we end up having past due invoices because the transaction doesn't go through because we, we're not on the same communication here with with yeah. finishing out that transaction
4: yeah so i think to your point I mean, two eyes two sets of eyes are, are are good and fine and appropriate but it Every, seems wholly unnecessary to have multiple correct. people yeah and it that, that doesn't make sense. sure you don't want if to look at work at the it, there's
6: a problem here there hasn't been training obviously COVID has gotten in the way of some of that it, frankly the politics of this whole darned accounting system has gotten in the way of all of it too so it may well do some of these things and nobody knows it but for a system to work and be deployed right staff has to be trained on it and has to be behind it and for a variety of reasons it's not working here so I understand there's a desire to change that I don't care what accounting system we use as long as it tracks our money correctly it it is subject to audit controls Mm -hmm. and it provides useful reports to the trustees which we weren't getting out of box was the problem if we can get those reports out of box Great,
5: and, and we have, have some
1: examples of, of that for you. here there today. are there
4: modules within Bucks? Are there modules? Because we've, we've all, Bucks all been trained it. on
1: Bucks, and there was not a problem. It was like we were looking f- for a solution to a problem that wasn't there. We did not have problem with Bucks before. I don't know why we had to change. And I I mean, believe that we may that. not have been trained on UAN, but we were trained on Bucks, and things were running smoothly for years.
5: Well, a couple, and, of things, well, couple of things. A couple of things to Mr. James's point, and that is that. You know, he said that we haven't been trained, but we've been paying a guy to come in here, and we've been paying him by the hour to train us we've got over a hundred thousand dollars invested in this guy in tax and taxpayer money that we've got nothing for quite frankly because we can't even get through the system I mean, we're gonna keep them probably on to, to close the year but beyond that we got a hundred thousand dollars invested in this guy in training that we still don't we still can not operate the UAN system to to our benefit so it really makes it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me I mean again well, I, we
0: can beat this to death I think the bottom line is we want to go back to Bucks. And the only reason we had UAN is because Ray came in and said that's what he was familiar with at Hamilton in uh, Hamilton Township he wanted it and uh, there was there was no input like this from the people that run the, the system the whole time and uh, and he didn't want to hear what I had to say so uh, I was against UAN from the beginning because I've been around for 30 years. I've been listening to what people in other townships say they always complain about UAN. But Ray was familiar with it at Hamilton Township. He wanted to use UAN and that was you know there was there was no getting around. There, there, and there, there was more to it
6: than that and if I, if I could finish the points I was trying to make here though, Again, I don't care what system we use, it seems the sense of the board is probably going to be to switch to the other one. I just want it to have integrity, be protected from fraud, <coughs> audit trails, and to provide useful reports to the three of us who have a fiduciary duty to properly manage and administer the money of the township, as you keep the records for that, Rob. You don't use the software, you've said that publicly many right. times. Staff does. I do have a concern, and I want to voice this, and that is that why haven't we heard some of this before now i mean we've heard people are disgruntled with ray i understand but hold on if there are particulars as to problems with the software for goodness sake each of you are department heads you have a board that you ultimately report to if the administrator is in the way whether it's mr warwick whether it's mr kellams right now or somebody else For goodness sake, don't just say there's a problem, but come explain what the problem is like this. This is useful, Chief, and I appreciate this. Why didn't we hear this before in an emergency meeting essentially set up for this morning without anyone actually checking to make sure the trustees were all available for it before you said it? So, well, the, let, I, I'm just venting about that. Yeah, but, but to answer in, your question. Oh, but let me, one more thing. If, if there's anything any department head has a concern about, bring it to all of the trustees, individually if you need to, or in a meeting if you need to, please, so we can make informed
2: <coughs> decisions. So, thank you. Go ahead, Chief. To answer your question, I did go to Ray two or three times on it. I, I even went to Ray before he bought it and said, because I looked I looked over the program and I, I gave him suggestions on what kind of software to buy that would be a little more robust even if they want to get away from bucks. And it was like, phew. And then when we started using this, I went and had a meeting with him about the concerns of the invoice number, not being able to do it, the concern of past due invoices. I hand delivered the copies of every past due invoice that we had and said, "This is this is nuts. And he said, after lunch Rick Cropper will be here we'll have a meeting and I went in and talked had a meeting with both of them and I voiced concerns about it's not good to email invoices back and forth they get lost it's not good to be able to have this and their answer to me was print the invoice out write the stuff on the invoice and hand deliver it over here (laughs) now that's going back 20 years
6: bring that to the board bring it to the Citizens Finance Committee. Those are professionals in the financial field. My, my boss them. was Ray and I tried, this, to, you know. tried to, I tried to give him constructive right? criticism
2: yeah. on how to make it better. And it just, it, The Citizens
5: Finance Committee was the one who recommended this software with the, with the guidance of uh, Ray Warwick. So for to suggest that we might get this great information out of the out of the out of the finance committee. I'm not sure we already we took their advice and we're we're in the hole here today. Th-
6: there was more to the decision to go to UAN than what each of you has described. It wasn't simply Mr. Ward came in and said it's what I know. Let's do it. I had a conversation with Mr. Hurst too. Mr. Hurst recommended that we could go to a super expensive accounting system that might be justified by the size of enterprise we actually are, and that UAN was simpler in some ways and more sophisticated in other ways in terms of the reporting it provided. It, it's not as straightforward as you're going backward. But anyway, why, why are we dwelling on this now? My point is, look, if there's a problem, get around the politics of it, come to the board if you need to, as to anything that happens to be there. If the board wants to move on and it's clear you do, then fine, let's, well, I, let's go back. Yeah, I,
5: I think that some of the, at least some of the staff was concerned about retribution from our former, from, from our former uh, administrator, which, was a valid concern, and um, uh, that's probably one of the reasons why it didn't come to the board directly or to the individual trustees. And so we've eliminated that that concern now. And this this body now is coming to us, this staff, and saying, "Yeah, we got a problem." And not to mention, it's the beginning of the year; we need to make the transition to Bucks rather quickly. And uh, I think uh, I trust Rob, you're in, and Debbie, you're in place to do so. Yes. yes yeah. Good.
4: So I'd like, to make, I'd like to ask a question and a couple of comments. Um, I would assume, given what I've seen with the buck system, which um, looks very similar to systems that I work with in the private sector, I would assume there are modules associated with the buck system that could provide a breadth of different reports if we were so inclined to utilize that. Are there other? There are, there are. Uh,
0: just about any report you would want, it can generate. Got it. Um, I've presented that to the Citizens Finance Committee and to the Board of Trustees. As I as I say, Ray wanted this when I when I first met Ray. That's what he told me. We're going to UAN. There wasn't any discussion. There wasn't any input from the people that work for uh, the township. Ray just wanted UAN and that was the way it was, it was going to be, his way or the highway. And um, you know, that's, uh, that's what he wanted and that's what he got. Uh, I tried to stop that, I, I, um, you know, I, I thought it was the prerogative of my office to handle this. We've been doing this for 30 years under my watch and we've had 30 years of uh, clean audits and I intend to have uh, clean audits until I exit this office. So to say that we had a problem, it's just not the case. We, the, the software, I, there was no reason to change, basically is what I'm saying. And I, I'd like to go back to what we had, what people are familiar with. Sure, we could go, as Tom said, to a more expensive, more robust thing, We've already spent a hundred thousand, wasted a hundred thousand dollars on UAN, which shouldn't have had, we shouldn't have had to pay. I would, uh, you know, you can talk about this all you want, but I'd like to see us go back to bucks and and put this behind us. Thank you.
4: Uh, it seems to me that, that the fiscal officer is in favor of the duly elected fiscal officer is in favor of going back to the bucks system, and it sounds like the staff prefers it. Um, not only from a streamlined, you know, streamline stream of use uh, application, but it's a more, it appears to be a more sophisticated system. Um, we've spent a lot on training already on a UAN system that doesn't seem to be terribly satisfying to many here. Um, you know, I, I would be happy to move to return to the Buck system if that's the direction that the board thinks they want to go or if there's further discussion okay. that the board wants to have we can certainly continue to discuss it is that a motion I'm, I'm, I'm happy to move uh, happy to, that that's, that's where we are if we feel we've discussed it enough um, certainly I'm, I'm happy to, to make a motion to return to the utilization of the buck system for Kelly. well
5: I'll second that any further discussion?
6: I'll just ask, was Mr. Cropper being paid for training or was he being paid for data entry? Data entry,
3: he actually never ran the program Mm -hmm. so um, I have to let you know that when Ray called to initiate UAN they put us on a waiting list and he did not want to wait which is why he hired Mr. Cropper to come in and put in all the information and that's why we didn't get training. Because Ray waived it and said we didn't need it. Mm-hmm. I just want you to know that, you know, there, there Mr. Croppers d- never run the program. There He's was only set it up.
6: Okay, so he was not doing training, as Mr. Weidman kept saying. He, he, paid he to tried to, to
3: train me for, but everything yeah, okay. I asked, he'd say, "Let me figure that out, and I'll let you know." Okay. Well, I just anyway, so there look. really that was that wasn't was a lot of training. Training. there wasn't a lot of training. That was my
5: training. Yes. Okay. He was he was he was data entry. So
4: you get a hundred thousand dollars for data. for
5: hundred grand hundred thousand bucks
3: he would put in invoices which would not have invoice numbers and you can see that all those were at the beginning of the time when he was putting in what I had already had in bucks through May Mm -hmm. and those did not have invoice numbers and it was really difficult to find things and then on to June and July till we figured it out
5: For, for the record there are about 1,304 townships in the state of Ohio and the, the auditor's office designed this this software not for townships that are 20,000 or uh, residents or more like Sycamore Township, which are only about, I think, 38, maybe 39 in, in Ohio that are uh, 20,000 or more. It was designed for the, as a plug-and-play program for townships that are 300, where the trustees might also be doing the order the 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 data entry uh... or plowing the snow or whatever they might be doing that's what it was designed for It was a plug-and-play program so when ray warwick came to us and said eighty five percent of the townships in ohio uh... are using uan it was no surprise because you because eighty five percent of the townships are small townships in the state of ohio and so this is not a good system for um, for a a township that has four Jeds, one JDD. We have a CIC, which, by the way, this UAN software couldn't even run the CIC pro, CIC uh, unless we paid them an additional subscription fee, which was not what we were told by our lo- by our um, by our uh, uh, administrator. So I think this is this is a great move. I think we should relinquish control of accounting to the person that's been duly elected as fiscal officer to do the accounting. Uh, Debbie has had a great deal of input on this. Uh, Debbie is working with it day to day, and uh, it's become a over a hundred thousand dollar disaster. It was a it was a uh, something that I was opposed to from the very beginning, and I and I think we should move back to bucks because it's been very successful for us over the years, and um, it's the best move for our township.
6: I disagree with some of those characterizations, but
5: I'm sure you do. You're correct. Okay. okay. Any other discussion? Mr. Porter.
0: Mr. James. Aye.
5: Aye. Mr. Weedman. Aye. Ms. Schwenkman. Aye. Okay. Um, the last item we have on the agenda is um, uh, in the past, we have had electronic signatures on checks. Uh, I think this had to do with, uh, I'm not sure exactly if it had to do totally with COVID, but uh, COVID probably played a part in it. Um, And I would like to uh, go back to original signatures on the checks. There's a number of reasons for doing that. In the past, we've always gotten, uh, during these times of electronic signatures and COVID, we've gotten a list of all of the of the uh, checks that were uh, that were being written, but no backup paperwork to see exactly what it was. If it, if it was approved, you have to go back to the town sh- to the to the to Debbie to try to find out if that what exactly what the backup paperwork looked like. Um, I would much rather go back to the system where the trustees sign the checks. Uh, Rob, I think you're okay with signing the checks as well. I am Is that correct? Uh, so um, I would like to see the trustees return to signing the checks. In the past we've come to a meeting we've gotten a stack of checks we've had been able to see even when i didn't sign checks when two two trustees had already signed checks i always went through every check to go to flip through to determine whether uh, to to see if there was uh, what it was for if i had a question i could always set that aside and go ask the department head if there wasn't a if there wasn't a department head that signed off on it i could go ask a question about that under the current system we have it's terrible um, we, we get a list of checks and we have no backup to see what's going on so unless we go seek it ourselves so I'd like to go back to the to I make a motion that we go back to signatures on township checks uh, from this point forward we have a second
4: I'll, I'll second that I mean I think it, it adds to the checks and balances Tom that, that you were speaking to earlier so I'll, I'll second that
6: yeah I, I don't have a problem with that either whenever I had a question about a check in the list I would always ask and get the information immediately but I agree having it in front of you when you're signing is more convenient so let's do it sure
5: any further discussion?
0: Mr. Porter. Mr. James. Aye. Mr. Weedman. Aye. Ms. Schwegman.
6: Aye.
5: Uh, we have a motion to adjourn. I
6: move we
5: adjourn. Second. Motion? I'll, I'll second. All in favor? Aye. 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 We are adjourned. Right.
1: Eleven yeah. thirty-five.